0: I think about things like that that you can't really explain. I look at them from all different kinds of viewpoints, the philosophical, the religious, the scientific. It seems like all those different perspectives are talking about the same thing. They're just using different words. The one I'm most mystified by, though, is the scientific. The scientists, they can figure anything out with numbers. And I just have to tell you, I can't balance my checkbook. (laughs) But the scientists, they can figure out what's real and what's not. They can even prove the existence of dark matter. Dark matter. What is that? It has something to do with gravity. Isaac Newton, he gave us an understanding of gravity. We're all familiar with the story of the apple falling from the tree. Newton believed that the entire universe was like a machine and that it was governed by a few basic laws. He explained everything with mathematics. Einstein, he took Newton's work one step further. As Einstein, he showed us how gravity changed the shape of space and the passage of time. Einstein redefined physics. Well, in 1951, a woman named Vera Rubin, she noticed something very important about gravity. What Vera proposed in 1951 rocked the scientific community. Remember Copernicus? What well, was kind of like that? Yeah, Copernicus, he had claimed that the Earth revolved on its axis in a day and went around the sun in a year. Those were fantastic concepts for the times. And what Vera proposed in 1951 was just as fantastic. She had noticed how stars rotate in spiral galaxies. Now, conventional Newtonian laws would have said that Those stars would travel at different rates in relation to the center. But that's not what was happening. No. No. All the stars were moving at the same rate, like a giant pinwheel, as if there was some force, some gravitational force that held everything in its place. The way Vera saw it, there had to be something in the galaxy that we couldn't see but yet had mass and exerted a strong gravitational force. In 1951, does he get a sense of where people's heads were at? Dennis the Menace was first published, as was Catcher in the Rye. Yes, the courts were ruling that uh, segregation in restaurants was illegal. The African queen with... Bogart and Hepburn was playing in theaters, and everybody was singing along to the Weavers, "On Top of Old Smoky." You probably know it as "On Top of Spaghetti." (laughs) Just so you get a sense of the world. Well, Vera, she was 22 years old and had just received her master's degree from Cornell. She was a young mother and a scientist and the American Astronomical Society had invited Vera Rubin to speak at their annual meeting. They wanted her to present her master's thesis. Wow, this was quite an honor because she wasn't even a member. On the night that Vera was to give her presentation, there was a terrible storm, just the worst. But she was determined, determined to make her presentation. Vera knew that it was quite an exceptional honor to be invited to the American Astronomical Society to speak, but it was remarkable because she was a woman. But Vera knew that she had discovered something remarkable. So she wrapped up her baby, three weeks old, that she was nursing, and with her father, whom she'd convinced to go along with her to watch the baby while she gave her talk, they drove the three-plus hours from her home to Harvard Observatory in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Oh, it was a terrible storm, that kind of storm where the wind's sort of pushing against your car. And the rain is blinding. But they made it safe and sound. And when Vera took the stage, she was nervous. And excited. Now she would be able to share her work with her peers. She had checked and rechecked and done her calculations. She had the theoretical equations and the charts and the graphs. Yes indeed, she was ready. And Vera Rubin, she gave her presentation on the rotational rates of the spiral galaxies. She was stunned with the response that she got. No one took her seriously. No one believed her. They assumed that there were miscalculations. Turns out, though, that Vera's calculations, they were right. In fact, they were the foundation for her discovery of dark matter in the 1970s. That's right, it took it took almost 30 years. 30 years for the scientific community to confirm the calculations that Vera had made in 1951. But they eventually did. And now scientists, they're trying to figure out what all this dark stuff is about. I mean, there are scientists who don't support the theory of dark matter at all. And there are others who are trying to redefine reality and ask those questions. Is it even an invisible substance? Is it a change in the strength of gravity? What I wonder is what kept Vera going. I mean, imagine, 30 years. I mean, did she have confidence in her work? Maybe she knew that, you know, discoveries of scientists are not readily embraced. Was it her instinct that pushed her forward? Was it her passions that pulled her back into the fray? I wonder. I wonder. Well, Vera had worked so hard to gain credibility in the scientific community. She later wrote a book called My Grandmother is an Astronomer. She wanted to inspire little girls to experience that joy of making sense of the universe and watching the night skies.